It's time for Ask Dell Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dell Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dell's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. This is a pretty, pretty deep one, but I know this is going to really resonate with a lot of people. This was sent in by Sandra, and this question is, I've been struggling with anxiety and depression for most of my life. I've been in and out of counseling for over 10 years, and I've also used medication, but it's never gotten rid of the anxiety or depression. Once I start having anxious thoughts, it's impossible for me to stop them, and I end up exhausting myself with worry. I'm tired of being tired all the time. What do I have to do to get rid of anxiety and depression and live a happy life? Mm. Well, that's a really... Great question and a deep question. We could probably go on for a half a day, could do a half a day seminar workshop in response to this question because there's a lot here. Um, So the first thing I'm going to start with is the, the idea of feeling so tired. So one of the reasons why we become so tired is because we're in our own internal fight. So depression uh, depression is really an energy, more specifically like an emotional energy. Now, within that emotional energy, there can be thoughts or like images, memories from our past, our unhealed past that we haven't yet confronted or dealt with in a way that would be healthy. Um, and so therefore, um, depression comes upon us because there's this energy that's been repressed within us um, and not just it's not just limited to one life either. So um, because we have the ability to store uh, within us at a subconscious level, as in files of information, files of experience that are rooted in emotion. So every time we have, say, a traumatic experience or a carry or a scary experience or an experience that we just don't understand, especially when we were younger. A lot of these experiences uh, strike us emotionally. In other words, we have some kind of an emotional experience around it. And then we bury that stuff in conjunction with whatever the images are that we're taking in while we're having that experience or whatever the memories are going to be from that experience. That all goes in that pocket of emotion that we then bury within our own consciousness. And eventually it goes into our what, what's known as, on a psychological level, our subconscious. Well, depending on how many times we've done this. So for those of us that have done this a lot, where we've got a lot of stuff that's been buried over a long period of time, eventually it sets a stage for some form of depression. Depression would be like the energy that's been repressed um, that then becomes depressed, as in it, it creates a sensation for us, as in that sensation of depression. So I'll circle back to that here in a moment. Then I, but before I do, I want to touch on the anxiety and the stress. So anxiety and stress is now a little different. The anxiety and stress have to do with what's been going on in our day-to-day reality, energetically speaking, 
that we're not really managing all that well. So in other words, I go through my Monday and on Monday, I take a couple of telephone calls that really upset me. Um, maybe I get some bad, some upsetting news and it's the type of news that starts to overwhelm my system. In other words, I, I'm having a difficult time processing the information. Maybe I'm still dealing with something that happened on Sunday that I haven't even processed yet. And all of a sudden now I've got something new, so to speak, on Monday with these two telephone calls uh, from these two different individuals that's bringing even more information to me. But it's the type of information that's, you know, uh, we'll just say it's negative. Um, and, and it overwhelms me because it's bringing me information that's going to require me to now have to stand up. It's going to require me to have to do something. It's going to require me to maybe become a little more responsible or... When I get that information, it might activate me and that part of me that wants to defend myself or maybe take things personally or whatever. And you can kind of see here how this can become really entangled inside of yourself rather quickly. And in that, what it does, it begins to put a pressure on your nervous system. And if that pressure is not released properly, then that pressure turns into a, a sensation of overwhelm. Once it goes to overwhelm uh, within the neural system of your physical beingness, so to speak, this is where now you're going to be experiencing not just the stress, but now it's gone to a level of anxiety. Anxiety is like stress on steroids um, or stress that's been building over the course, maybe a couple of days. I'm not really managing the stress that, that well. So therefore it's building, it's accumulating. And then eventually it moves into an anxiety. Anxiety is where, of course, uh, as you already know, you, you feel like you're not going to be able to take another moment of this, or you feel like you're going to spin out of control, or you feel like something terrible is now going to happen, um, and so on and so on. That now is the anxiety. That anxiety can then cause all kinds of physical sensations uh, around, you know, where maybe we start to experience some kind of a panic attack or a lot of tightness in certain parts of our body where our body can get knotted up. Some people report pounding headaches or they get a lot of pain in between, like right behind their eyeballs in their head. Uh, or some people, their ears start to ring really loud. Or some people, their throat starts to contract. Sometimes I've had people say to me, they feel like uh, there's a rope around their neck or like a, like a noose and it's like somebody's pulling on the cord and tightening it up on them. I mean, I've heard all kinds of sensations. I've had my own sensations years ago when I didn't know what this was. And I was kind of at the mercy of it whenever it happened. And then I'd go on a roller coaster ride for a day or three kind of thing with it uh, many years ago. And so, so that's the anxiety and stress. That's the depression is really a lot of repressed emotion over a long period of time. And then, of course, the tiredness is this fight. This, it's this internal fight inside of where we're fighting with whatever this is. In other words, we're not really honoring it. We're not really acknowledging it. We're not really working with it. Therefore, we're fighting it. We're blocking it. We're avoiding it. We're resisting it. All those types of things. And in that, that's ultimately what gets us to the point where we can become very tired and even exhausted, not as in a happy kind of exhausted from having a productive day, but a kind of exhaustion where we feel drained and depleted. So that's what that is. So how do you work with this? Well, the first step is 
is to start to get a better handle on when you start to become stressed. Um, because again, stress, when it's just kind of left alone, stress over time can then morph in or manifest into anxiety. And so the idea here is, is to find a way to get better at connecting with what it is in your life that's creating the stress or contributing to the stress. So this could be maybe a relationship where there's a lot of challenges happening in the relationship uh, with whoever, could be uh, your lover, could be your husband or wife, could be your child, your, your parent, your next door neighbor, a business associate, and so on. Um, it can also be with you. You could have stress around something that happened in the course of your day that activated, meaning the stress did, it activates uh, some fear that you have inside. Maybe you have a fear of being rejected or you have a fear of being made wrong or you have a fear of maybe losing something. Um, whatever that fear is, if that was to get activated as a result of the stress not being um, managed properly, then now the stress, that's where the stress starts to build rapidly and morphs into that anxiety. So my experience of people that live with a lot of anxiety in every single case are people who have uh, their fears. And more specifically, it's a certain fear. Sometimes it's maybe a couple of different fears that's coming from inside of them that is often activated, meaning Somebody comes into their life or something happens in their life where the fear that's inside of them, it triggers, it comes to the surface, but just like the stress is not being managed, well, of course, the fear is not going to be managed well as well here. So what that means is the fear as an energy in its own right, an emotional energy, it comes to the surface and that, and then you combine that with the stress that was already there that triggered the fear. Now you're going to get the anxiety. This is where you know, we start to feel really overwhelmed uh, around whatever it is that's going on in our world. So to be able to connect with, all right, what is it? Who is it that's uh, contributing this level of stress to me? So it might be your job, for example. Maybe there's something going on in your job. Maybe there's something going on with your boss. Maybe there's something going on with uh, one of your coworkers um, that is not super authentic or it's not um, above ground, or maybe it's something you don't even understand. Uh, maybe they're on some kind of an attack towards you or some kind of an aggression towards you, whatever it is. Um, maybe that's what's actually contributing to why you're feeling so stressed because this thing is going on in your job and it's not really being dealt with just yet. So you go and you put in your day of work and then you go home but you really don't go home in your mind. In your mind, you're still thinking about this thing that's going on at your work that's unsettling to you or upsetting to you or activating for you. Uh, it's activating that fear. And so then you go to bed at night, you don't really get a restful sleep because you're still in this process of this fear that's been activated. And so um, that's why I say that the first thing is, is to recognize what it is that you're really stressed with. And then once you get a handle on that, start to see the stress uh, as something that can be broken down. Something can be broken down. 
uh, so you can start to digest it. You can start to manage it. So whatever it is. So if there is someone in your world that you feel stressed by, or maybe there's something you've been doing that you feel stressed by, once you identify that, then you begin to break it down. So for example, uh, if there was someone or something that was stressing me right now, who or what might that be? The name comes to me, Jack. Jack at work, right? Then the next question would be, well, what is it about Jack that is stressing me? Jack's way too aggressive. That could be the answer that comes back. Okay, so now what we're doing, we're starting to break it down. All right, so there's something about Jack and his aggressiveness that's causing this stress, right? So then from there, that's what you now want to work with. What is it about that aggressiveness that scares you? Uh, so that aggressiveness, uh, maybe again, coming back now to the fear. So it's activating a fear. Maybe, maybe you don't feel safe. So maybe you're afraid you're going to get hurt from by that of Jack's aggression. Or maybe you're afraid you're going to lose something. Like maybe Jack is your boss and he's going to fire you. Whatever it is, what you now want to do with that, you want to let it come to the surface. Let it come to the surface. So in whatever it is, and, and then you can bring out, you know, even just a pen and pad and write it down. In fact, it'd be a good idea for you to write it out. All right. So in this case, and again, I know this is just a scenario that I'm creating here because I'm not speaking with you directly, meaning you're not online with me here right now as I'm responding to your question. But in using this as an example, so now we know uh, the reason why you're stressed is because of Jack. Uh, what is it about Jack that stresses you? It's his aggression. Uh, what is it about Jack's aggression that you're afraid of? I'm afraid I'm going to lose something. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my job. All right. So you see how this kind of is all connected and how it goes. So now I can write this down. I'm afraid of Jack. I'm, or I'm, pardon me, uh, the, the, the stress that I'm experiencing is due to this experience I'm having with Jack. So I write that down. Uh, what is it about Jack that I'm really afraid of? It's his aggression. I write that down. What is it about his aggression that or what fear maybe comes up for me as a result of Jack's aggression is I'm afraid I'm going to lose my job. I write that down. Now, I know this might sound really elementary, but please know by just first identifying what's stressing us and then going to work on breaking it down. In this case, breaking it down on a pad of paper. And the reason why we want to break it down on a pad of paper is because something starts to happen once we write down the answers to these questions on that piece of paper, it's the reflection, the answer that reflects back to our psyche. That's what actually starts something that ends up being positive for you to begin to happen. Because ultimately where we're going to go with this is this is you ultimately acknowledging what it is that's really going on. In other words, what really tires us out is when we're not acknowledging properly what it is that's causing the stress. Because when I'm not acknowledging what it is that's actually causing the stress, what I will start to do, and even if I'm completely unconscious towards this, I will start to resist that very thing. It's the resistance towards that very thing that I'm not acknowledging yet. That's what will tire me out. That's what will eventually deplete my energy. 
Now, it might take a few days of me doing this or even a few weeks, but that's what eventually will deplete my energy because that takes a lot of energy to put up that kind of an internal fight in terms of resisting that thing that I don't want to acknowledge. The opposite of that is, is when I do acknowledge it, once I identify it and then break it down properly, once I actually start to acknowledge it, this is where what's going on inside of me, it starts to jar loose. And when that starts to jar loose, this is where I start to get a positive movement because stress, stress is usually an energy that gets blocked or stuck inside of us. And it gets stuck not just because of the energy that's coming at us through, say, in this case, Jack and his aggression. It gets stuck because of Jack's aggression. And what that aggression does, it activates something that's already inside of us that we haven't yet dealt with. And once it gets activated, if I don't deal with that, then not only will I become stressed, but my stress eventually will rise to the level of anxiety. And that's why I say what I just gave you is so important to do, to learn how to do and get better at it. Now, another option would be is if you don't have a coach, find a coach and more specifically, find a transformational life coach. Find a transformational life coach, meaning not just a life coach, but there's a real distinction between a life coach and a transformational life coach. A life coach and a transformational life coach, they both are focused on helping you to improve you know, the quality of your life. A transformational life coach is going to help you to do things like I just laid out for you in answering or in responding to your question here today, Sandra, is that uh, they're going to help you to identify what this is energetically. Then they're going to help you to break it down properly. And then they're going to take it a step further. They're going to help you to process it so that ultimately where you come out on the other side of this thing is you come into a state of acceptance. So whatever it is that's stressing me, the fast track would be, and I don't recommend you take a fast track here, but I'm just saying this as a way to close up the answer to your question here today. The fast track would be is that I would come to a state of acceptance of whatever it was that was stressing me. Once I enter into that state, and, it, and it's a state, it's a state of consciousness, acceptance that is. Once I enter into that state, whatever that is that I've been stressed around, I mean, it just starts to melt. It's that energy starts to move. It starts to dissipate. And as I move into a complete and whole state of acceptance, around whatever that is, you'll, you'll be amazed at how you will feel in that moment. Because that's when the energy, not just the energy that was coming towards you through that of Jack's aggression in this example that I'm highlighting, but more specifically, it's the energy that activates from within you that you already had inside of you before Jack started to aggress in his way towards you. It's that energy that we really want to connect with. Because as we connect with that, while we're acknowledging what it is that's causing this stress, then this brings us into this complete state of acceptance 
And when we move here, as I often say, that state of acceptance, when we're there for real, there's just a freedom that comes with that. We, at least in that moment, you might not be able to hold it for a long period of time because you might be back into that dynamic again, either with Jack or with somebody else, or you get the idea from there until you really are able to clear this, this meaning that of which is residing with inside of you, which brings us back to also that depression and what's possibly causing the depression as in those repressed uh, pockets of old emotion from somewhere along your past timeline that has, hasn't been fully processed yet. And yet here comes the opportunity as in a transformational opportunity to possibly process some of that as well, little by little, slowly but surely, every time you find yourself um, you know, getting stressed and then choosing to work with this energy instead of possibly fighting this energy. Awesome. Thank you. Such a great answer. Now, Dale, this brought up something for me that I went through, and I wanted to touch on this because this, I think, is something that probably a lot of people experience. So mm -hmm. I went through a period of waking up with extreme anxiety, and it felt like an anvil sitting on my chest, and I couldn't breathe. And this is how I'd wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And this description, when I shared it with some people, really resonated with like responses like, is that what that is? So I realized some people don't recognize their own stress or anxiety, maybe not to the degree that, that Sandra does. So, uh, you know, with me at the time, it was extreme financial stress. And I know that is a mounting problem for many in this current time that we're in in society. So my question is, is there a short morning practice that someone could do like in bed to ease that tension before they start their day? Like, you know, say they have three minutes before they have to go wake up their kids for school. What can they do in that few minutes to lessen the pressure? Well, I would say the, uh, in the moment, what that is, is that's the, the channel, the portal in this case, the center of your chest, where you where you feel that kind of like uh, anvil on your chest, what that is, that's an immense, intense level of unconscious resistance. That is you or whoever this person is that's feeling that anvil in their chest. That is this person that's in a big time internal fight with the energy that's been activated within them as a result of whatever they're experiencing in their financial flow or the lack of their finances. It's activated uh, energy, lower energy as in fear or lower energy patterns with inside of them. It's directly hooked into their, if I use the example you just gave, it's directly hooked into that person's money flow. And because before they went to bed that night, they were obviously having some kind of experience around their money flow. And more specifically, the experience was they were recognizing that their flow of money is blocked, jammed up, which means something's now going to happen. When I wake up in the morning, I mean, I might even die by the time I might not even make it to the morning because whatever this thing is, is now so intense. It's so scary, which really means the fear inside of us has now been fully activated. And that fear is now up. So when the anvil shows up on our chest, what that's 
at least telling me as a transformational teacher and somebody who's worked with this a lot for decades now, is that that person is in just an, a massive amount of resistance. They are in the biggest fight with their own energy and more specifically within their own fear that's now been activated as a result of this lack of financial support in their world and ultimately at least what they think that's going to imply. And whatever they think that's that means for them, as in they're going to be evicted from their home or they're going to their credit score is going to take a deep dive or somebody's going to hurt them or whatever that might be. That's what then activates the fear. The fear gets activated. Then they go into unconscious resistance towards now the fear. They're obviously already in resistance towards whatever this thing is outside of themselves. So now they get a double whammy of resistance. They go to bed that night with that resistance. So yes, they probably are going to wake up somewhere in the middle of the night because they will be woken up by their own subconscious saying, hey, listen, baby, we can't deal with this much more. You're, you're in such a fight with what's going on inside of you. As in, you're, you know, like I say in, in my book, Being Called to Change, it's not just fear at this point. It's actually becoming afraid of our own fear. No matter how you cut it, this is not a healthy way to live your life. This is the kind of stuff that could really burn you out over time, right? And so if you wake up with that in the morning, it's important to recognize that what that is now, that is an immense level of what I would refer to as unconscious resistance, now giving you the opportunity to become conscious of your own resistance, of your own resistance. In other words, you're now resisting your own fear. Now, when you're really rational and you're centered and you look at, the, look at it this way, you're like, of course, that, all that's going to do, that's going to potentially give me a heart attack. There's no way out because this is my fear that got activated, got activated as a result of whatever this is that's going on in my external world with my finances. So now my fear is activated, but now I'm resisting my own fear, which means I've become afraid of my own fear. And I'm still not even aware of it, meaning I'm unconscious. And now I go to bed and then I wake up with the anvil. And so now I got the anvil and yet I still got to get my kids ready to go to school in the morning. I've got to meet that timeline. But meanwhile, my chest feels like it's going to collapse in on itself because of that, that sensation of the anvil, which is really nothing more than, quite frankly, a truckload of resistance. Um, meaning I'm now afraid of my own fear. So once you recognize this, then in the morning, if that happens, um, then you want to go into your resistance. And that resistance is fear. It is fear. So... Once again, you, you recognize that anvil because if you really dial into that energy in your chest, it's going to feel tight. It's going to feel very tense. It's going to feel jammed up. That's all the resistance, all rooted in a secondary fear as a way to keep yourself safe from the actual fear itself. Whatever the fear is that we have hooked into this financial expression, this financial manifestation. And so I want to go into that resistance. Remember the resistance, uh, even though it's a resistance, but it also is an energy, which means that resistance can be cleared. 
that resistance can be released. But in order to release it, I've got to go into it. I've got to go into it. I've got to, again, identify this as a resistance, as in that tighter, tense energy. I identify it. And then one of the things I want to do is I want to take a look. Well, first of all, the first thing I want to do is take a couple of deep breaths. Breathing here can really help a lot. Deeper breathing, not fast breathing. Stay away from fast breathing. Fast breathing at this point will get you into trouble. In fact, you could find yourself on the floor hyperventilating, right? This is the time when you want to take a deeper breath. And as I often say, a deep, slow breath. Many of you have heard me use this many times, especially when we're processing in class, a deep or slow breath. I do that on purpose as a way to keep all the energy moving. Because for those of you, some of you, you have this tendency where you still want to start to breathe like in rapid succession, but that too becomes a fear. That's your fear grabbing onto your breathing mechanism to try to get you to breathe faster that somehow, some way it's going to help you push this fear away from you. It's the complete opposite that happens. So what we want to do is slow down the breathing, slow down the breathing. That's the first thing. Second thing is start to connect in with this tighter tense energy. And one of the ways in how you can do that is check and see if you could just give yourself permission to let yourself relax, relax into this energy. Or another way of saying the same thing, check and see if you could let yourself um, fall fall into this energy. Another way you could say is check and see if you could let yourself just be with this energy. Could you let this energy be what it is? It's like whenever I'm working with somebody who's got a lot of anger, I don't want to shut down their anger. I want them to be with their anger. It's the shutting down of this stuff. This is what causes this, these deep layers of depression and, and the, this anvil on our chest and that's part of what contributes to these types of things because we're not really acknowledging the energy properly. We're not really connecting with the energy properly. In other words, we're doing the complete opposite. We're denying the energy and we're running away from it. And we're running away at such a speed with such intensity uh, that takes up so much of our energy in order to keep ourselves safe from our own fear, our own fear. So in that, as we relax a little bit more into that energy, and as that becomes real for us, that's where we, where, where that tighter, tense energy in our chest that feels like an anvil, it starts to loosen up some. As that starts to loosen up, then this is where now you want to connect with the energy. And like I said earlier with Sandra's question is, this is Mary, where you bring out a pen and pad and you start to connect and you start to work with this energy. You let this energy speak to you. So for example, you might say, if there was someone or something that I was resisting right now, who or what might that be? I promise you, you will get an answer. And when you get the answer, write it down and then start to work with it, start to massage it a little bit. And then lastly, I would say to this, um, when you go to bed at night, if you get in the habit of checking yourself before you go to bed at night, so ideally, when we go to bed at night, uh, we want to go to bed at night more relaxed. So whatever that means for you, and I'm not saying go have a bottle of vodka or a bottle of whiskey to get yourself nice and relaxed. That's not the message here. And not that you couldn't have a shot. I mean, that obviously is a personal choice, and I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. That gets to be your choice. 
ideally, if I was your mentor or teacher in your world, I would be inviting you to learn how to do this naturally, to learn how to relax yourself naturally on an energetic level in that of your own physical vessel before you go to bed at night. That in itself will set the stage for possibly a deeper night's sleep. But the other side is if you usually when we wake up in the morning and we've got an anvil on our chest, more than likely, I won't say 100% of the time, but I would say probably 95% of the time, that's how you went to bed the night before. Now, you perhaps weren't aware of the anvil on your chest the night before, but you were probably pretty tight. You probably had a fair amount of tension inside your body before you even went to bed the night before. And because that went unchecked, then throughout the night, at some point, your subconscious just all of a sudden, um, it stands at attention to, to grab your attention. Like, listen, wake up. We can't take another moment of this. You're the one who's got to do something here because we can't do this. We need you. You're to be the captain of the ship here. You're to be the one that's driving our automobile here. What's happened? You've, you've, you've let go of the steering wheel. You, you've literally abandoned the ship right now. Where are you? Why are you running away from this? That's kind of your subconscious, you know, waking you up possibly in the middle of the night, attempting to, in this case, really grab your attention because it needs, it needs you to give your attention to it. And so hopefully my answers here to these last two questions gives you a little bit more of the type of attention you could be giving uh, to this part of you as a way to help minimize that stress, help minimize that anxiety, and eventually get to the point where there's no more anvils on your chest. Yes. <laughs> Great answers. And, you know, I can say after working with you for four years now, there's no more anvil on my chest. But for anyone else out there, these are words to live by. I wish I'd had them when I was experiencing this. So thank yes. you, Jill. Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you, Sandra, for the great question. Yes. So, oh, we got an amazing from Aurelio. Looks like that was really helpful. Yeah. Love that. Thanks for the feedback. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step -step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at D-A-L-E-H-A-L-A-W-A-Y.com forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.